Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the one and only and quickly becoming a fan favorite, Mr. Dan Bird. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. Awesome. So uh, you had quite the week last week, folks. You got to go back and check out uh, Mr. Bird's playlist. He kind of painted a picture of what he thought was coming. And uh, man, I'm going to tell you, you nailed it. You, you kind of called it. You can obviously pull up your newsletter in the charts. But what I remember you saying is 3950 was a test. If it broke that, uh, there is, uh, I guess, a floor at 3900. You thought we might bounce off of, which we did almost to the number. Right. And uh, went a little bit below it, but not yeah. by much. And it's setting up for a inverted head and shoulders. Yeah, inverted inverted head and shoulders, which you again brought up on this channel, I think five weeks ago. So nice work. What long before the chart was there, you were calling for it's like this feels like well, we're going uh, there. Yeah, we'll we'll show I'll show it to everybody. Yeah. But um I, I saw the, the left shoulder and I saw the head. Right. But there was but there was no right shoulder yet. But you I painted it as a pot and you even drew it in. It would be like right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put a circle around where I thought it would bounce. Yeah, it was pretty and cool. That, that circle's still there. We'll, we'll look at that. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, uh, it's all about Tuesday. Uh, we'll talk about Tuesday. that kind of. Yeah. And we'll talk about that at the end. It's all about the CPI number. But let's look back. Let's take a look at uh, what you uh, what you called for and what happened and then where how we're set up for next week. All right. Well, first, let me put my newsletter up here. Yes, please. Because um, we can talk to some of that from this. Mm -hmm. So this is something that I do every week, mostly for myself. And I was sharing it with friends and family and now folks on your channel. Yep. And um, if anybody would be interested in joining, just send me an email to breakpointtrading mm -hmm. at gmail.com. And I'll add you to the list. And if you ever want to be taken off, just send me a note and I'll take you off. We actually had one guy send me a note this week and said, please remove me. No problem. And I did. And sometimes it's kind of hard to go back through my whole list and find the name again, but it's not too difficult. There you go. So I took him off. I said, done. Thank you very much. And that's it was as easy as that. So. There you go. Yeah. So breakpoint trading at gmail.com, folks. This is something I get every week. Uh, I feel... Again, again, watch this playlist. Um, we've talked about putting some money, me personally putting money in the stock market. If you know my story, uh, I haven't done that in a long, long time. But uh, yeah, it might be in my future. So I'm learning along uh, alongside all of you and I read his newsletter uh, every weekend. So thank you for doing what it, you do. It might be Wednesday. It might be Wednesday. Yes, it's possible. I've got money ready to go. Might be might be time to put your toe in the water. Maybe, maybe we'll talk about it at the end, but let's, let's, all right, let's, all right. let's enjoy. So actually, we can talk about that in the second session. Perfect. perfect. We'll I'll do that in the second session. Part of my newsletter, my topic for this week was uh, reversion to the mean. That is awesome. So this so, but, is uh, yeah. kind of some excerpts. I put cartoons in there mm -hmm. for fun. Yep. Like this one. Come look, a Fed rate hike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about all that. Um, one thing that I forgot to do this week, and I'm going to send another note out to everybody. Two things I forgot to put in that I want to try to include every week. One yeah. is the economic yeah. calendar. Yeah, the week ahead. I looked for that. I'm like, oh, you didn't yeah. do it this week. Yeah. Yeah, I'll send a separate one out later today. And then the um, the sectors, where the mm -hmm. sectors ended up for the week. Yeah. Okay. I've got that actually in here. Actually, I have it right here. There you go. So you can see there's a lot, a lot of outperformers, even though they were basically 
down, they outperform the S and P. It's inner interesting that energy. Oh, you know what? Up. Wait a second. Wait a second. It's not that one. It's this one. Oh, yeah, that was from that was from about like two months ago. I was gonna. This say one that. was. Yeah. This was eight twenty six. So this is the one for this week nine nine. That makes more sense. Yeah. So you can see consumer discretionary is the very top. So the two that you want to see leading the market higher is consumer discretionary. Those are things that we want to buy, mm -hmm. not the things that we have to buy. Mm -hmm. And Tesla is the number one stock in that group. Oh, interesting. Tesla is in consumer discretionary. Okay. We're going we're gonna to talk about Tesla in a minute. Awesome. Uh, Tesla and Amazon are the two names that have, I think they make up 40% of the consumer discretionary group. Wow. Two, two companies make up. Wow. Okay. That, right. Okay. Mm. Um, so consumer discretionary, you want to be leading and technology you want to be leading. Unfortunately, technology is still down here in the underperformers. Yeah. Interesting to see last week was positive for everybody, including energy. Yeah. And utilities too. Yeah, utility. That's a good point. I mean, those are, that's really, a, actually, energy is down at the end, last one. Yep, I see that. Yep. Um, real estate and utilities are typically defensive sectors. Correct. But they outperform. Actually, they were up pretty pretty nice, too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll have something outperform and it'll actually be a negative. It's just yeah. not as negative as the S&P. Correct. But the S&P had a really good week. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. All right. So we, we need, we still need to see technology catch up okay. and start leading. Um, and then this is the last week's mm -hmm. economic calendar. Yep. And you see Fed Powell speaks on Thursday. Yep. It was really interesting because I was doing, uh, I was doing some futures mm -hmm. on Thursday. Okay. Because I had time, I didn't have anything else to do. Futures, you have to be, number one, you have to be very precise on your yep. entry. Mm -hmm. And number two, you have to really watch it. Yep. So you can't, in, in general, I mean, you, you could if you thought the market was, if I thought the market was going up from here to the end of the year, which mm -hmm. I think it probably is, mm -hmm. you could buy a future and just right now and just forget about everything else and just let yep. it ride. Set it, forget it. Yeah. But futures. futures That's not can, financial advice, by the way. <laughs> no, and futures can lose you a lot of money really oh, yeah. fast. Don't really play fast. There. Yeah, don't right? play that. But I was playing them on Thursday because of this uh, Chairman Powell. Mm -hmm. And he um, started talking at 9.10. Futures were going down and I was and I sold. So I was um, short the futures. Okay. So I made money as he was speaking. Okay. The market was going down. Yeah. And then at about noon... He stopped speaking and the market took off, went right back to where it was before. Ah. And I, and as soon as I saw this hit the bottom and start going higher, I sold it, made a profit. Yeah. And then I bought futures long. Ah, you played the, you played momentum. I like it. Played it, played both ways on the same day. That's fun. So I made money going up too, but like that, that doesn't happen very often. You don't usually have days where you have that kind of opportunity. Well, the market was set up. I mean, last week was kind of a, a ho-hum week for economic data. I mean, yeah. when I talked about the calendar, I was like, Thursday's the day. It'll, it could be market moving. Right. Uh, and it was specifically his speech. So makes sense. Yeah. Now, coming up next week, there's the big one. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So CPI year over year. Mm -hmm. Forecast is 8.1. Yep. Remember last one, the forecast was 8.7. Seven, yeah. Mm -hmm. we, we got 
Yep. I think we're going to be below eight. So this is this is funny on my on my daily show this morning. I talked because what I don't see here, and I would if you can, I would actually suggest you add it before you mail this out. Is you also should add core because I think what is going to happen very quickly, core is here. Core. Oh well, core core is CPI month over month. Right. I would add the the, the bigger number. Right. So they're showing think, it as they're showing it as being flat. Uh, well, I think the la again, what I saw this morning is last month was five nine, and people are calling for six one. That's what I saw, but I could be wrong. I'm doing this from memory. Yeah, could be. But um, but here's the point. This is where I'm going. I think this could be a month that shows why the Fed is always done headline and core. What do I mean by that? I believe you're right. I believe headline could go down. I actually believe headline might have a seven on it. Might be seven. Nine. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Below eight. Seven, yeah, nine. no. So again, hold on one sec. That's that's step one of a two step statement. Mm -hmm. But I believe core will surprise to the upside. Okay, I think that might be true because the ones that are dropping off are pretty low. Right. So, I think the market will be exuberant. The retail investors will be exuberant. They will scream peak inflation. And what will happen later in the day is the adults in the room will go, whoops, core is going up, which is not what the Fed will look at and go, bang, 75 is coming. Because I think what's going to happen is we're going to get a 7.9. Uh, then uh, people will celebrate peak inflation. Kathy Wood will say deflation is coming. The Fed pivot is amongst us. And <laughs> she will forget to look at core is going up. I think that's what's coming. So here's course CPI. Yeah, there you five, go. See, that's what five, I said. Nine five, nine to six, one. I think that's a problem. I, I usually just do the ones with three stars. Those are the major ones. Yeah. And I'm just asking you this one yeah. time to add that. Cause again, yeah. that's a problem, right? We get headline down, but core goes up. The fed can't stop. The fed can't right. stop. Right. Well, they can, they cannot they're not, stop. They're not going to, uh, let me, let me be clear. They are not going to stop. Yes. Thank you. No matter, no matter what we get here. Yes, agreed. Unless this, unless this uh, CPI number goes down to you know three point five, then they'll okay, stop. Okay, fair enough. But they're okay. not going to stop. Not going to stop. You know, no. Even even if this goes up, that's that they know what's happening there. They understand why it's going up because mm -hmm. the the ones that are dropping off are very low. Yeah, and, that, here, and by the way, that's the case for the next three months. The next exactly exactly the next three months. So this is this is. This is where I think a lot of um, retail might be and have a problem is they're going to look at headline going down. Headline mm -hmm. could post. I actually think I called this morning eight. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if it's seven, nine. It wouldn't shock me. I think the market's going to go bananas. But again, right. I'm as an economist, I'm looking at core going, guys, core is still going up. What are you going to do? Yeah, but you doing? know why it's going up. And economists know why it's going up. Of course, I know why it's going up, but it's for it's for really good reasons that aren't being fixed. And the Fed still has more work to do. Uh, wage inflation, rent, all these things that are still coming through. Right. Yeah. So I forgot to put this in. So I'll send another one, and I'll, I'll include both the two stars and the three stars on this one. Okay, that's fair. It's just for this month because I think it's that important. I, again, it's it's anytime yeah, no, I, there's I agree, divergence. I agree with you. Is that yeah. important? Maybe I'll even put my CPI chart in there to show why why it's yeah, it's going to be so. the case. Yeah. So again, I think I think Tuesday is a blowout day. Um, I'm just asking everybody that listens to me to to look at both numbers. Don't get distracted by the talking heads screaming 
peak inflation. It's over. The Fed is one. The Fed can stop. The pivot is near. Guys, if core goes up, you're missing the point. So see these three right in here? Yeah. That's Those are the ones we're off. Talking. Yep. So this is this is core, by the way. Yep. I'll just put a box around this. So what do we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, it's those ones. So this is the one right here. That's that, that'll be this this coming one, coming week. Yeah. So these right in through here. Yeah. This one, this one here is going to drop off. Mm -hmm. Right. When we get a new one up here, and you can see how shallow these are. Yeah, the gap. Yeah. So, so when this one goes up a lot, but these drop off very, very little, mm -hmm. right? You get a spike in core. Yep. And that's why core, you know, we've still got, you know, next month and then the month after. Yeah. So this will be October. This will be November. Core might continue still to go up. Could even hit a new high. Exactly. But yeah. then all that, while, all while headline is falling. All while, while headline CPI is falling. Correct. Right. But look what happens after that. No, no, it gets big. All of a the, sudden, all of a sudden, core is going to drop off a cliff. Maybe. Yeah, if, it, if it, if the number, if the, if the um, headline keeps going down. Yes. Okay. That's fair. Yes. And we've if, got these big ones that drop off. If head, you're right. If headline continues on a downward trajectory for three right. more months, you're right. Core then will. Core, then core is going to drop off a cliff. Right because here. of what's called the base effect. Yes, of course. Right. Right. A lot of people don't understand how this works. Correct. But yeah, and that's why it's important. That it's this the, I really do think this month is going to be one of those months where headline comes down, the media goes batshit crazy, but core goes up and we're like, the Fed's gonna bang us with 75. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second. Sure. Um let's say we get seven nine on headline and yep. and, and the Fed sees this too. They of know what's happening. Of course they do. All right. So Will they stay with 75 or will they drop to 50? See, again, I think that's the wrong question. I think the right question is core. If core saw five nine, right? Or or actually lower, right? Because last month was five nine. Let's say core saw five eight or five seven. That would be the only thing where a 50 basis point whack is possible. I think of core as five nine or higher, meaning no trend down. They have to whack us with 75. I don't care if headline comes down to 7.2. If core goes up and headline falls, they're going to whack us with 75, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. because um, That's awesome. Because I'm the, glad we don't. The Fed, the Fed knows. The Fed understands why. They, they understand the base effect, too. Of course they do. They understand why this is happening. They know that if, if uh, the headline number keeps going down, they know that this is going to drop off a cliff. So do they say right now because core is going higher, oh, we're going to keep raising? We're going to we're going to force the economy into a recession? Yes. I don't think they will. Okay. I do. I think they we might get a 50 50 basis point hike in September. Okay. I like it. Now, we'll know, now we'll remember know remember a month ago I was saying zero. You were. Yes, you I was like, wow, what is zero coming from? But yes. Now you're up to 50. So you're almost, you're almost right. You only got 25 more basis points to go. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if I, we'll see on Tuesday, whether I'm almost right or actually the week after. 
Well, see, yeah, I think Tuesday will know. I think we'll see but, whether I'm almost right or you're almost right. Fair enough. I like it. The, and that's why we do news, this. We're all learning. The, the good news about that is neither one of us will be almost wrong. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like the way you spin that. <laughs> that's funny. All right. So let's take a look at the market in general. This is um, just a little reminder. Actually, let's go back here. And just a little reminder that we are still in a secular bull market. Mm -hmm. I have to keep reminding folks of this. Mm. We're still in a secular bull market that typically yep. lasts about 20 years. Mm -hmm. This is our current one right here. Started, depending on where you want to start counting from, a lot of times you start from the time it breaks out of the previous high. Mm -hmm. So from you know, 2000, 2001 until 2013, it never got any higher than this. Mm -hmm. So we had a we had a bear, we had a bull, we had a big bear, we had a bull, but it never broke out of the high. Mm -hmm. You can start counting from 2013, or you can start counting from 2009 after yeah. the after the financial crisis. Either one. Yeah. But 20 years from there, so it's 2029 or 2033. Okay. I just round it, say 2030. Makes sense. Somewhere around 2030. Okay. So we've still got eight years left in the secular bull market. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folks say, wait a minute. In fact, I, I went to a financial seminar. I, I love listening to these financial advisors. Plus, I, mm. I love getting free meals, free dinners. <laughs> so I went to this seminar and the guy said, well, I'm sure everybody knows that the bull market ended in 2020 when COVID hit. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like, what? Wow. That's not, the bull market didn't end then. And you can you can see the COVID crash right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's look at the last secular bull market that went from 1981, roughly, to 2000. Mm -hmm. The dot com crash right here. Mm -hmm. Pick out in that the 1987 crash when everybody thought the world was falling, the world was ending, market yeah. crashed, market went down like 50%. Yep. In, yep. in one day. Mm -hmm. Right here. There's the 1987 crash. When you look at this in the context of that 20-year secular bull, mm -hmm. barely even makes it down. Yeah. Right? It's like the COVID crash. How long did what when did it get back to that peak though? You can almost see that. What so that was 87 to get back what? Um this was 90. Rough 90. Okay, a couple years. Or 89, 89. Yeah, a couple years. Okay. Right. So two years to get back to the peak again. All right. All right, but this this one here is, uh, you know, 2001 until 2013. This right. is 12 years. That's a bear market, secular bear, yeah. Right, that's a secular bear market. Got it's it. 12 years. They usually last 10 to 12 years. Okay. All right, so this is the one way back. Oops. This is the one way back. Mm -hmm. I read about that chart. Anyway, um, it's important to... Always keep this in mind in context of where we are and where we're headed. Mm -hmm. Always keep in mind that we are in a secular bull market. Gotcha. All right. So when, mm -hmm. when I show a chart like this, mm -hmm. that's what I'm talking about. This mm -hmm. is the secular bear market, a secular bull market. Mm -hmm. And inside of the secular bull market, now this goes back to 2009. So inside of this, we had cyclical bears. Mm -hmm. Market sure. came back to the dotted line, came back to the dotted line, back there, back there. 
COVID crash had dropped all the way to the trend line at the bottom mm-hmm. and then recovered, actually went above the trend line, which was a big warning sign. Mm-hmm. And then we went back and guess where we ended? Yeah. So secular bear, secular bear, secular bear, secular bear, secular bear, even though it was a big one, mm-hmm. secular bear. It's the one that we were just now recovering from. Okay. So remember that as we go forward. Mm-hmm. So again, this is the June low mm-hmm. that Tom Bowley said it was the low, mm-hmm. June 16th. And he sent an email. He he can prove it because he's got the, I still have the email that yeah. he sent on that day. <laughs> he's got receipts. <laughs> on that day, on the 16th, yeah. he said, I am calling the bottom right here and right now. Yeah, that's brave. On June 16th. Okay. So this is my trusty rotation graph. Yep. And I'd like to spend a couple of minutes on this. So for those that are new, I'm going to very quickly give a synopsis of this. So this middle panel here, this is the S&P. So this is the market. The market between these two green lines in December of last year was going up and hitting new highs till the end of December, right into January, hitting brand new highs. But at the same time, big institutions were rotating out of discretionary and into staples, mm-hmm. rotating out of technology and into the S&P, rotating out of growth and into value. And NASDAQ advanced decliners, they were declining. So even though the market was going up, hitting new highs, all the big institutions were rotating out. They were getting prepared for the market to go down significantly, mm-hmm. okay? which is what happened right in the beginning of January, started going down. Now, every time, and these red lines are, are where we hit the low, where we close at a low. Okay. Every time we close at a new low, these rotation indicators were also going to new lows. So we close at a new low right here. These were going to new lows. Yeah. We close at the final new low here in June. We had a big, huge drop. This is when the first CPI inflation number came out. Yeah, that was the 9-1 number, I think. The 9-1 number right here. And everybody was selling three days in a row. But look what happened to the rotation graphs. They were no longer going down, even though this Mm. was hitting a significant new low right here. These were no longer going down. Mm -hmm. So now when I draw this line at the low, just like these lines, I put red over here, but this one I put green. Mm. Because even though the market was hitting a new low, these rotation graphs were not. They're either either stable or they were starting to move up. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. And then ever since June 16th, which was the bottom, the market started to slowly climb higher, but the rotation accelerated. Yeah. So institutions were continuing to rotate into growth and technology initially. So over the last few weeks, and you can see right here, the market got to the 200-day moving average and got rejected right there, started moving back down. Mm -hmm. Now, when we got to this low here last week and even uh, Tuesday, Mm -hmm. went down a little bit more on Tuesday. So this is Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, and then this this small one right here is Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So Tuesday of this week is when we got to this recent low. Mm -hmm. We follow this across to where it was previously at the same level. Got that? Mm -hmm. Price was at the same level. And follow that down through these rotation graphs. You can see here, and I drew a line across in pink. 
So theoretically, if we go down to the same level here, and if institutions are rotating back out of growth and back into defensive mm -hmm. or value, yeah, they would then these the should at least be at the same level as this. Right. I understand. Right? Yep. So discretionary versus staples was not. Right. It was higher and it's actually turned up. It's okay. gone back above its moving average. Okay. Triple Qs versus the spy got right to it. Okay. So that one did, that's what you would expect to see. Okay. So at the same price level here, this should be at the same level. And it was. Okay. And now this is starting to go back up, about to cross over its um, moving average. Mm -hmm. Technology, however, actually went below it. Yeah, broke below. Yep. So techn technology has actually been the, the laggard in all of this. And we need that to lead if we're, at, if we're going back to new highs. Mm -hmm. Technology needs to lead. Now, it did not get back to the lows from June 16th. It didn't make it that far back. Mm -hmm. But it did break below the lows right. from this previous low. Got it. So institutions were still continuing to rotate out of technology. Mm -hmm. Starting to turn up a little bit. We'll see what happens here. Mm -hmm. And then uh, growth versus value, same thing. It hit this line and started going back up. And then advancers versus decliners for the NASDAQ, same thing. It hit the line and started moving back up. Okay. So in general, the, the rotational information is still good, still in play. Okay. Still saying that institutions are sticking with growth mm -hmm. and aggressive sectors. So... My, my point that I made last week when I said 3,900, but I also said if it breaks through 3,900, then we are likely going to a double bottom. Right. So if it broke through 3,900, then we are likely going down here to 3,700 again. Okay. All right. But the fact that it, that it bounced right there, it's starting to go back up, but I'll show you some other things here that are positive. I, st I think that that bottom is still good. Yeah. The, bo the bobbly bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Bowley bottom is Bowley, still good. Sorry, Bowley bottom. Right. June, the June bottom, I think, is still good. Okay. Unless we get a really terrible inflation report, and then all of this could change and we could, you know, yeah. crash right back down again. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is um this is the, the circle that I drew three weeks ago. Yeah, it's there it is. When I said, you know, I, I noticed the left shoulder and I noticed the head, and we started going up here. I said, if we make another right shoulder, and I said, even when we're going up, I said what we want to see is a higher high. Mm -hmm. So we got that. But we do not, it, it likely will not just keep going because markets right. just don't do that. Right. So what we want to see is a higher low. Right, which is the right. And at that time, I said, we, what we'd like to see is a low higher than this low. Right. So it's, we'd like to see it around 3,900. Yeah. And if it does, if it hits there and starts back up again, and remember, none of this was here at that point. No, that's, that, that's why people need to go back to your playlist. You put this on here four or five weeks ago. It was really well right. done. I said, if it does, if it goes back up, hits 3,900 and goes back up, then, then we've made a right shoulder. Yep. Okay. And then the inverted head and shoulders is, is in play. And if we break the neckline up here, you can see the distance right here. It's about 14% higher. Mm -hmm. So we're going to back to 4,800. If we break out up here, if we break out 4,400, we're going back to 4,800. Okay. Now, there's a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah. We made it above the 50-day and the 21-day moving average right here. Yeah, Tuesday could be a catalyst either way. Tuesday absolutely is going to be a catalyst. And if and if if the headline number comes in lower than eight, regardless of core. I agree. I mean, core might still make the Fed go to 75, mm -hmm. although I don't think it will. Okay. 
But if if the headline is lower, then this is going to take off. I agree. I think if headline has a seven on it, even if core goes up, most people will miss it and right. the market will run. Right. So then we got to get through 4,200. That's, mm-hmm. that's the point where Fed started speaking at Jackson Hole right there. I remember, yeah. Then we got to get through this downtrend line, which is at 4,250. Okay. Which is also about where the 200-day moving average is 4,275. Okay. So we got to get through that. We got to get above 4,300. So 4,300 really is a dividing line. Okay. If we can go back up here and get through 4,300, then I think there's a really good chance that we're that we're headed back to the highs, 4,800. Very cool. And then the last one here is, um, this is the inverted uh, put call ratio mm-hmm. that I talked about last week. Yep. Now, when I showed this last week, so this is Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. So last week, all we had was this red one right here. Mm-hmm. So if you think of where my cursor is to the right, that's all new. Yeah. If you just ignore all that, mm-hmm. a week ago when I talked about this, we we're right here, this red one that was coming down. Mm-hmm. And if you follow this down, the put call index had just gone below mm-hmm. 0.75. Mm-hmm. And I said, every time it has done that in the past, we bounced. Yep. Right. So every time it went below 0.75 and we started back up, then that has been below. Mm-hmm. The market bounced and started going back higher. Even at these higher levels up here, mm-hmm. when it went down, started to going back up, we bounce. And this is the VIX. These are upside down to make it easier to understand. Yep. Now, a week ago when I talked about this, this, this one here had not started going back up yet. No. I said, we can't say yet that this is an indication of the bottom because yeah, it could go the lower. call ratio has not started back up yet. Mm-hmm. I said, but if it does... Even if it does for one day, then this then we probably hit the bottom here and we're gonna rally. And that's exactly what happened. Very, very cool. Well, do me a favor, show your newsletter one more time and we will get into topic number two, which is important reversion to the mean. Yes. It's a topic that I talked about in my newsletter this week. It's um we'll talk about it in the next section, but it's it's an important thing to understand. Whether you're a trader or you're an investor, even if you're a long-term investor, it's an important concept to understand. Very good, folks. Right. If you're listening Bye. on the podcast, it's breakpointtrading at gmail.com. I get it right. every week. By the, by the way, this um, I I didn't I forgot to put this chart up because mm-hmm. I deleted all my charts just before we started this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was rushing trying to get them back, and I forgot to put this one up. But this is a weekly chart of the S and P, and I I had also drawn in the right shoulder down here. Mm-hmm. And last week I said, what I'm looking for when, when we got rejected at the 200, this is a shooting star candle. Actually, I mm-hmm. talk about it right over here. It's right in the newsletter. Mm-hmm. So this is what I said last week in the newsletter. What I would like to see next week is a candle that is the opposite of the one at the top of this downtrend. That one's called a shooting star and then a bearish, bearish trend reversal. That's this one up here. Mm-hmm. Notice that it marks the beginning of the current correction and was almost exactly at the 200-day moving average and the top of the descending channel. Mm-hmm. If we get one that is upside down to that one, so remember last week, all we had were these three red ones. These are weekly candles. All right, so we didn't have this white one yet. I said, so if we get one that is upside down to that one, it is called a hammer Mm. and is a bullish trend change candle. It would also mark the potential right shoulder of an inverted head and shoulders. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. And then in, in my newsletter, I said, not only did we get a hammer, we got a hammer of Thor. Yeah, I saw that. It was really, I was, which I just made up. There's not really a hammer yeah, of Thor. It's not a thing, <laughs> but it's cool. It should be a thing. Yeah. But what this, what this is called, and I forgot to put this in the newsletter, but this is called a engulfing harami. Oh my goodness. It's an engulfing candle. Okay. So when, when the body of this one completely engulfs the body of the previous one. Oh, there you go. That is an engulfing candle. And that is further confirmation of a bullish trend reversal. Well, there you go. All right. So that's, you know, all kinds of things going on here. Yeah. It it's the, it's next week, hit the quad level. Yep. It hit, it hit the Fibonacci level. We're right at the next Fibonacci level. So we got to get through that. But there's all kinds of things that happened this past week that are indications that we are about to rally. That the market wants to go higher. That's right. Very wants cool. to go higher. So anyway, right. my, my newsletter is breakpointtrading at gmail.com. If anybody wants to be included, just send me a note and I'll add you to the list. And uh, the next session, we'll talk about reversion to the mean, whether you're a trader or you're a long-term investor. It's an important topic. Very cool. Thank you so much.